On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're sitting down with the one and only Ricky Carruth. We're going to find out how he sells as a single agent over 100 homes every single year. He's the number one REMAX agent in Alabama and has been for the last two years straight. And he's sharing his wisdom and how he's built his business with us. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, Massive Agents? Hope you guys have had a great week so far. We've got an amazing deep diving interview for you today with the one and only Ricky Carruth. He's been the number one REMAX agent in the whole state of Alabama for the last two straight years. And Ricky, I apologize. I think you've even been the number one agent um, for, for more than that, maybe back a year or two ago. But ultimately, he's crushing it. And what's interesting is if you if you follow him on Instagram or, or you've seen any of his YouTube videos or maybe you're, you're part of his free coaching program called Zero to Diamond, you'll know that he focuses like a laser beam on one specific system for growing his business. And so this week, he shares exactly what that looks like, exactly what he does, how he does it. And I think, you know, if you're if you're wondering if you're sitting there wondering which path to choose to start growing your business, looking for one one way, like one strategy to focus on and one only, this can really help you fill in those gaps and uh, open your eyes to what's working. Ultimately, Ricky's selling over 100 homes a year. Okay, He's a solo agent. He has an assistant. He has some marketing people, but he does not have a team and he's still selling over 100 properties every year. That's amazing. If you are new to this show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I'm a national speaker, trainer, and real estate marketing coach in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm an agent with eXp Realty here. I am also the host of the Industry Connected podcast and show. We are live every Friday afternoon on the Industry Syndicate Facebook page. You can also find Industry Connected wherever you're listening to this show. And I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate, which is real estate's very first media network. So go go to industrysyndicate.com and check out the best top rated shows in the real estate industry. And uh, you can find them all in one spot there. And I'm also the founder of the Massive Agent Society. Massive Agent Society members get access to a database of proven Facebook ads that, that have been proven to run in many, many, many markets all around the country and you know the world with, with Canada. And only one agent per market can join. We, we limit it to one agent per market. So once a market's been claimed, unfortunately, no one else can be a member. So to see if your market is still available, go to massiveagentsociety.com. If you are uh, one of our EXP agents on my EXP team, you get free access to that for life because I want you to have the tools you need to sell a crap load more homes. That's what's so great about EXP is the synergy it creates by financially incentivizing others to, to help you sell more homes. It's a, it's a great model, so uh, I'm super stoked about that. So uh, you can check that out at MassiveAgentSociety.com. And uh, if you're looking for the cheapest access to it, the, the biggest value, definitely look at the pricing for our lifetime memberships. You'll see that if you break it down on a monthly basis, it is cheap as hell. All right, um, something pretty cool going on. Um, 
our gear store is now open. I know I, I teased this a while ago. We were going to be doing some massive agent t-shirts and, and I, I was trying to find the best solution for that so that I wasn't printing shirts here in Salt Lake and packaging them up them myself and putting them in boxes and sending them out. Cause really I just don't have the freaking time and you guys want efficiency. If you order something, you want to get it quickly. So I was looking for a solution and I finally found it. You can go check out all of our, all of our massive agent swag. We have t-shirts, we have socks. Yeah, we have massive agent socks. We have iPhone and and Samsung phone cases. We have uh, onesies for you know. We have massive agent in training onesies for kids. We have uh, we have stickers. We have mugs. We have all sorts of cool stuff. Just go to massiveagentpodcast.com/store, massiveagentpodcast.com/store, and check it out. And because we are announcing the opening of the Massive Agent Store, uh, we're, we are doing a contest from now between the uh, between now and the end of the month. So until July thirty first, twenty nineteen, anyone who who buys any kind of Massive Agent swag, every item is a new entry. To enter, all you have to do is post a screenshot of you and our gear, tag tag Massive Agent or tag myself in the post so that I know about it, and each one enters you to win. And the prize. Hmm, what's the prize? Well, remember the Massive Agent Society I was just telling you about? Yeah, how about a free one-year membership to the Massive Agent Society? So full access, access to all the Facebook ads, all the coaching, all the training and support, uh, the referral network, everything. So one person will be chosen at random. All you have to do to enter is pick up some Massive Agent gear from the store, post a screenshot of you wearing it or it laying on a desk or whatever, tag us in it so that we know about it. And each one, each item that you get is a new entry. So but uh, have at it guys, massiveagentpodcast.com slash store. All right. So uh, Ricky Carruth, if you guys don't know who he is, um, he he's someone that I, I think I first came across him with a, an Instagram story ad or maybe it was somebody sharing one of his YouTube videos, but he's he's definitely become one of the top few agents that I respect the most in our industry. He's winning at a very high level. He's very efficient in what he does, and he's willing to share it. He's willing to share all of his secrets. I guess they're not really secrets if he's willing to share them all, but you know what I mean? He's he's an open book, and he's like, look, guys, uh, like there's there's no shortage of business here. There's an abundance of deals that we, we can never have, like no one can ever do the number of deals that are out there to be had, right? Total abundance. And I love the perspective that he'll share with us today about that. Um, it, it's just, it's a perspective you need to hear whether his strategy for, for building your business is going to work for you or not. And when I say work, I mean, like, do you want to do it? It's going to work if you want it to, but you know, is it something that you want to do is the only question, but it's just an amazing proven system and he's willing to share it all with us. Incredible stuff. Um, so I'm excited for you to hear before I start. I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor of this episode, postcard mania. If you remember episode 70 with their founder, joy Jendusa, these guys have figured out a way to combine direct mail with digital marketing, with Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, retargeting so that you have this one big cohesive message and campaign. And they have a uh, call to, you know, call tracking features. They have call recording, caller demographics, mapping, so much more that's all included. What's great about it is you don't have to piece all this crap together. Okay. We can all, we can all put together a system like this, but it's going to take us a crap load of time to do, but with them, you don't have to, it's a complete turnkey campaign bundle. Everything's done for you. It's something called everywhere, small business. Um, it brings 
basically brings your online and offline marketing efforts together without adding to your workload. It's actually taking a bunch off your workload because they're doing it. You can monitor your campaign performance in real time from an easy to use online dashboard. I don't know about you, but I love having an online dashboard so I can see how things are going. And Postcard Mania is doing... Uh, they are offering an exclusive discount for Massive Agent listeners only. You can get 25% off the Everywhere Small Business package, the Everywhere Small Business campaign. All you have to do to take advantage is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash postcardmania, or you can give them a call if you'd prefer. Their number, uh, they have a special number set up just for Massive Agent listeners, 855-980-5492, and go get 25% off the Everywhere Small Business campaign bundle. I'm telling you guys, it is fire. If you're looking for like one solution that does everything that you want to do, this is it. Postcard Mania, thank you guys for sponsoring the show and supporting us and our audience. All right, let's jump into the interview with Ricky Carruth, the number one REMAX agent in all of Alabama. He's an agent with REMAX in Orange Beach, which sounds absolutely incredibly beautiful. So let's jump into it and learn how he sells over 100 homes every year as a single agent. Hey, what is up, guys? I'm sitting here with Ricky Carruth from REMAX Orange Beach. Ricky, how the hell's it going, man? Doing good, man. How you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I've been, I've been watching you for a while on social media and on YouTube and uh, you, you've come to be an agent that I really respect just because of your laser focus. You, you have a very specific way of building your business. You don't get distracted by all this other crap like the vast majority of us do and you're seeing the results. So I wanted to, I wanted to have you on the show because I think you have a, a hell of a lot of value that you could bring. Um, you've been selling over a hundred homes for how many years now? Since 2014, so that's five years. This will be six years. So, how are you able to do that each year? Well, it's a, it's a long answer, really, but I'll shorten it up with just one word. It's a snowball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it's kind of like um, anything else that you save up and you accumulate. You know, like think of your real estate business or your sales business as like a stock that you're buying that has a dividend. Right. And so the the prospects are are the stock itself, the principal, right? The asset. And then the referrals are the dividends, right? And the repeat business and the referrals are dividends. Okay. So over time, your dividends or your referrals and, and repeat business turns into more referrals and repeat business because the referrals give you referrals, right? And so it just kind of snowballs over time. And so what you have to do is you have to build personal brand, okay? So what I've done really well is built a really strong personal brand um, by staying in front of my audience. Like I call my database my audience because that's the, that's the term of today's world, right? It's audience and right. subscribers and stuff like that, you know? Database and really in today's world is really a subscriber base or an audience, right? A targeted group of people who you are trying to build your brand with. Okay. So that's the way you have to look at it. And I've just done a really good job of that. And I mean, cause I know what it's like, you know, once you're in the business for five or six years and people you help buy a home are now ready to start selling and you, you know, you start to see if you give up or, you know, before that you'll never get to that point. And I think a lot of people give up not in the business, but they give up on their strategy they give up on their approach and they start doing something else and they get distracted with this, this new thing over here and this new thing over here. But you uh, tell us what you do. Like what, what's the core of your business that that's helped you to snowball over the years? 
Well, I think it's a combination of the fact that um, I don't care what anybody thinks, right? I think that's like the the, the bottom line um, core like principle is like you, you can't care what anybody thinks in terms of sounding dumb, you know, not, not, not think, you know, like not knowing something or feeling uncomfortable, being scared, like you just can't care about any of those things. You have to be kind of numb to that and you just have to go. Right. And so the, the two things that I built my business around was circle prospecting, which is what we call it today. Um, I, I heard that term for the first time like a couple of years ago, but it's always been farming for me. I farm an area, I call the area, I target a subdivision. And so that's what I built my business on. And then and in an email, right, my weekly email. And so over the years, I've called as many property owners as I possibly can because they're the most efficient, the most effective prospects out there. You know, in today's world, it's crazy because everybody's trying to get agents to buy leads, right? And these leads are the lowest quality leads known, right? I mean, even Zillow leads, really expensive, really hard to convert, really hard to get a hold of. They're not really interested and stuff like that. And Facebook leads, same thing. Not as expensive as Zillow leads, but it's the same scenario. You're calling them. They're not calling you back. You don't know what to do. And you go down this deep, dark hole. Whereas if you would just spend that same amount of time and just pick a subdivision out of the property owners that own the type of property you want to sell, right? Instead of just trying to, you know, buy your way into the business, you're going to put the same amount of work in. Why don't you just call property who are, people who already own the property you want to sell? And this way, you get to pick your price point. Like if you want three to five hundred, boom, you pick a subdivision with three to five hundred in it. And now we're strategically spending every second on the prospects that we know already own the property, and you know that's who we're targeting. Every single call is to a prospect like that that's in the price range we want to be in. And so I just feel like that's the most effective. So I've done that for so long, right? And I take all the people that I meet because when I talk to a prospect, it doesn't matter to me if they want to buy or sell, right? I'm just trying to create the relationship with them for the day that they do want to buy or sell. Ricky, that's long-term approach. I need money now. Here's the thing. When you, when you do what you're supposed to do and put the work in you're supposed to put in, you're going to run into so many people that want to buy or sell something right now because closings are happening every single day. And so if you're doing what you're supposed to do to stir up your name in the marketplace, talk to people, see what they want to do, see what you can do to help them, you're going to run into a lot of these people that want to buy and sell stuff today. But then for the people that don't, we're going to put those into the snowball factory, I want to call it, right? We're going to put them in that weekly email strategy. Everyone should be doing, like every single person you run into in your entire life should be put into a database that gets a weekly email, every single week on the same day of the week forever that I've been doing since 2007, every single Wednesday. And it's literally the single most important reason why I have such a huge snowball built because that built my brand. Because the weekly email shows how consistent, hardworking, dependable, professional, knowledgeable, I'm in the market, I'm selling, a little bit of self-promotion, a little bit of, you know, articles about the area, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Boom. You know, I'm their guy when they decide to do something. So, you know, I think uh, just a combination of the circle prospecting and the weekly email is really the foundation. I do other things, but that's really 80% of what I do. And it's obviously working for you. And I mean, just the things that I've really been consistent with, it, it consistency is like magic. 
You know, you just keep doing something long enough and you, you get better at it. And there's all of those side benefits that happen. It's not just your email open rates. It's somebody notices, holy crap, I've been getting these emails for, for nine years. And they're like, wow, you know, they're still doing it. So it's all these side benefits that you, you can't really put a price on. and can't really like attach an ROI to. It's obviously working. And, um, and is that a strategy that works then regardless of the market conditions? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think what doesn't work uh, when the market crashes is short-term business strategy, right? Because market crashes are short-term. And if your business is short-term and the market crashes, then you're going to crash. But if you have this long-term outlook of business, right, where we're looking 10 years out, 20 years out, we're not really worried about the crash. See, what we have to understand is that closings happen every day, like I said earlier, regardless of the market. Okay, so when the market crashes, closings still continue to happen every day. They go down, but so does several other things. Prices go down to adjust, to keep up with the supply and demand to where people can still buy, right? It's attractive enough for people to buy. The number of agents go down, right? Because the market crashed and they're all scared and they scatter. There's a lot of really positive things that happens when the market crashes and the buyers want to buy right now while it's cheap because the prices came down, the sellers have to sell right now because they're in trouble. The market crashed. And so there's a lot of incredible benefits that comes along with the market, you know, changing. The market's always changing. Like right now we're in a different market than we were 18 months ago. Okay. And then for the past, you know, five years before that, the market was increasing about, you know, anywhere from three to 10% appreciation a year, depending on which year we're talking about. You know, so that was just a huge upswing for five years. You know, each of those years were different because one year would be 3% appreciation and the next would be 10. Sure, it's going up. It feels the same, but it's not really the same. You know, there's different strategies or different things to think about. So the market's always changing. You got to just roll with the market. You know, people want to think that the market's just like this. And then when it crashes, now it's different. No, it's different every month. It's different every year. Love it. So when you, you do your circle, your circle prospecting, and what are you saying to these people when you reach out? Because I know, and I know you get this all day, every day. I've tried calling, but it doesn't work. They don't want to talk to me, right? What do you say then that is that you're able to actually like make connections and build relationships and get their email address? Well, you know, I mean, to answer people's questions about, hey, I've tried cold calling, it didn't work. No, you didn't try cold calling. You know what I mean? You called for one day, two days, okay? I mean, it took me eight months to make my first sale. I've been doing this for 17 years, okay? I didn't sell 100 properties a year until I was like 12 years in the business, okay? So, you know, after you've made 500 calls, don't come to me and say it doesn't work, right? Because you haven't even made enough calls to collect enough data to find out if it works. Here's the thing about cold calling. It's not about cold calling, right? It's not about cold calling at all. It's not about the strategy of circle prospecting or calling expires or calling for sale by owners or cold calling the people that were buyer leads or whatever. It's not, that's not what it's about. It's about learning how to talk to people. It's about learning how to effectively communicate who you are. The problem in the industry and why I'm on this podcast, why I'm doing what I'm doing is because mainstream training and coaching is not helping agents try to figure out how to communicate who they are as a person, right? There's a huge disconnect between, you know, they're giving them scripts saying, Hey, you know, do you want to sell? Have you thought about selling? If not, would you ever, 
or do you know anybody that might want to buy or sell? And all those scripts are directed to figure out what the client can do for the agent, right? What the client can do for the agent. Hey, Mr. Client, Mr. Seller, you don't know me, but will you sell a house so I can make a commission? Or if you don't know, if you won't, then who do you know, man? Give me all your friends and family. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to make some money out here, right? Yep. <laughs> and so like that works here and there, okay? And so people get false pretenses that, hey, this works. I just got to keep doing it. But they don't realize that they have to go through so many more people when they use that approach. And the problem is, is that agent really cares about people. They're a good agent. They work hard. They want the best. And, but when they're talking to prospects, that's not what's coming across to the prospect. The prospect sees them as just another agent trying to do a deal. And those are a dime a dozen. So they're not even really interested in doing anything with this agent. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help agents realize that, you have to figure out how to communicate and show your clients that you are there to care, that you're a different type of agent, that you actually just want to help them. You're not there for the deal. You want to help them through whatever life changes they have going on. Because when people buy or sell something, it's for a reason. You know, their mom died, their kids went to college, their, you know, something happened that they lost a job, they got a job, something's going on that's, that's causing them to make this decision to buy or sell. And Absolutely. When you, when you start to realize those reasons, then you can really start to help people. And when people see that you're listening to what the real reason is behind why they're selling, then you start to really grow this connection with them, right? So, you know, the initial conversation is like, hey, Mr. Johnson, hey, this is Ricky Carruth at Remix of Orange Beach. How are you doing today? Cool. Look, I'm enjoying the days and it's gorgeous. Yeah, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but a house around the corner sold. Didn't know if there's anything in the world I could do for you today right? So I'm not asking them if they want to buy or sell. I'm asking them how they're doing, if they're enjoying the day, don't want to take up too much of their time, right? Very laid back, very, um, I call it FE, FE, friend or family effect. Whereas we're giving them this friend or family effect that we are basically their mom, dad, brother, cousin. We have the same tone, the same body language, the same speed of the voice as a family member. We're calling to check on them, see if there's anything we can do to help them. Right. And now they're like, what's going on here? They know why we're there. See, a lot of agents say, well, when you ask them if there's anything you can do for them, what if they say, yeah, come cut my grass or, 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 you know, come paint the thing or, you know, let me borrow some money. It's like, they're not going to ask you all that stuff. You said you're an agent. You told them some market info that a house sold. They know what you're talking about when you say, is there anything I can do for you? You know, you're a business. They know this. So then they're going to say no right? We don't need anything right now. Chances are they don't need anything. You are going to run into people who do need things and boom, there's your deals. But when they don't need anything, that's what we're really looking for. It's because this is where we're going to build that relationship. We're going to say, as soon as they say no, we have to really quickly say, I got you. Well, look, is there an agent that you would work with if you were to do something? No? Cool. Well, look, I'm sure at some point down the line, you know, somewhere you're going to buy or sell something, right? cool. Well, look, I'm sure I'd love to work with you when that day comes. Would it be okay if I stayed in touch with you? All right, cool. What's your email address? Boom. And so when you talk to people like you really care, when, you, when you're not there to just do a deal, but you're there to actually try to find out. A lot of times when I'm making calls, people say really quickly, you know, hey, I don't want to sell my house. And I'm like, good. That's not why I'm calling. Like, I don't want to know what I can't do for you. You know what okay. I'm saying? I want to know what I can do to help you. I'm just calling to see what I can, can do. I don't know what I, that's cool. Like it's good to know that that's not what you want to do, but that's not why I'm calling. 
I'm calling to see what I can do for you. And then we get into the conversation. I want to find out if they have an agent. I want to see if I can stay in touch. I want to get their email. I want to get them in my email database. And then I want to run Facebook and Instagram ads to them. And just retarget them over time, but remind yeah. them you exist. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they, they, they get the email. Okay. They get the email. They may or may not open it up. If they don't, cool, whatever. Then they see me on Facebook, right? Oh, cool. He's on Facebook, you know, or maybe they don't open it and they're not on Facebook, but they're on Instagram. So they see me somewhere, maybe all three, maybe just two or one of those places. Um, but, you know, when people don't open up the email, people are so, agents are so concerned about open rates. Yep. I'm sure you see my content on that. Yep. And the thing is, <clears throat> is that, you know, I send mine out to 12,000 people, 2,500 open it up every week. Cool. What's more interesting is the other, the other 2,500 that are not opening it up yet, or, or maybe they opened it up a few years ago and quit opening it up, and, but they're not opening it. But in three years, they're interested in doing something, and then they start opening it because they're curious about the market. And they open it up four weeks in a row and then call me and say, hey, I've been reading up on your stuff and we're ready to do this. We're ready to do that. And so, you know, to me, I'm not concerned at all about open rates. I'm not concerned about um, unsubscribes or um, any, anything like that. I don't even look at it because I spend my time that people spend looking at unsubscribes and open rates on making more calls and trying to find out how it can help more people. I love it. Um, because you're so focused, you know, and as agents, especially as a solo agent, you know, we have to wear all the hats. It's not just like we have one particular job. We have to do everything for our business. What do you outsource and how do you do that? What, what insight can you give us into what you do hire out so that you can stay so laser focused on your strategy? I think the biggest thing is, is to delegate as much as you can that doesn't involve client, client, you know, consultations, Right. So, um, you know, I handle all the prospecting. I don't hire that out. I handle all the listing appointments. I handle all the showings, right? I show all the properties. I go to all the closings. I handle all the inspection negotiations. Um, when, the, when somebody wants some repairs done, you know, we got to negotiate that out halfway through the deal. Um, stuff of that nature, um, negotiating the contracts. I'm going to handle all that right? I'm also going to handle some of the executive decisions of as far as, you know, what does this postcard look like? Or should we do this giveaway uh, marketing strategy? So on and so forth. I handle my weekly email, right? That's kind of my baby, you know, like if something gets messed up on the email, I want it to be me that messed it up. You know, um, that's the core, right? And, and it has to have a little bit of my personality in it. The thing that makes the thing, the reason I've won with email it's because it's original content, right? I create it every week. It's completely from scratch original every single week. Uh, I come up with it the moment I send it. I had just come up with whatever I was going to put up in it, put in it the hour before when I made it. Um, so that that that's really key for I think every platform. I mean, there's there's a lot of celebrities that um, repost things, um, but for the most part, original content is what wins. You know what I mean? Um, so my assistant, she, when I get a listing, she handles putting it in MLS, right? She handles when agents want to show one of my listings. She handles all that, right? I don't, I don't even know, uh, you know, when people are showing things. I get notifications, but, you know, I get a bunch of them. 
Um, she handles all that side of the business, you know what I mean? And then when I get a deal, she processes it with my office. She handles stuff with the title company and so on and so forth. But if anything has to be done as far as clients go, then that's where I'm going to step in. I want to be the one to talk to the clients to help them through whatever the situations are. I love it. And so something you, you mentioned that I want to go back to that I keep thinking about when you're sending out the emails, you know, it's not about the open rate. You don't even notice it. Like you don't even like people unsubscribe. Okay. Uh, people, we get so focused on, you know, that, that one metric, but we don't realize those are impressions every single week. That's a valuable impression with someone who's reminded of you. And chances are someone's seen your email from the past and it's just a reminder every single week that you exist, that you're still there, that you're still serving clients in your area. Um, I love that. And, and these are some of the things that I've heard you say on social media and in your YouTube videos that, um, that have led me to really respect you because you have a perspective of kind of zooming out of, uh, you know, what the hell really matters and what really works. We're so focused on the instant ROI and, you know, can I run a Facebook ad and, you know, get this instant, you know, 10 leads, it turns into one client and all that's cool. But, um, you're showing that there are other ways. There are other ways that aren't as sexy, but they sure work. Well, there are better ways because, you know, like you say, it's more of a shotgun approach. I'm more of a sniper. You know what I mean? And as a single agent, I have to be, I have to be most efficient. If I'm going to produce the amount I want to produce, I have to be really strategic because there's only so many hours in a day, you know, and if I have my choice of, you know, this pile of prospects that, you know, I have no idea what's going on with them versus this other pile, same size that already own the type of property I want to sell. I mean, it's a no brainer, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not even a competition. There's not even a close second place to what is better. What's a better way to spend your time as a real estate agent. And with the, with the emails, you know, impressions, it's like they saw it in their inbox. Exactly. They saw, they saw your name in their inbox. They didn't open it, but they saw it in your inbox, in their inbox every single Wednesday for five years. Right. And, and that means something. So it's like, Social media, you know, when they when, when just because they didn't like the picture didn't mean they didn't see the picture and know that you're doing an open house, you know, and, and the fact that they know you're doing an open house, it means something, you know, what does it mean? I don't know, but it means something and you're building your brand. And so people really discount impressions over engagement, open rates, so on and so forth. And um, I think it's, I think the engagement open rates are only half of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, important, but you're right. There, there's a lot more to it. And I've talked about this a lot on this podcast and on my videos, but we've all had this happen where we go out to eat, we go, we go shopping and we run into someone we haven't seen in 10, 15 years, right? Someone who you don't normally ever see on social media. They don't comment on your stuff. They don't like, they don't react to it, but yet they know everything you're up to. They know what you're up to. And that's mm-hmm. the value of that impression and just like reminding people, hey, I'm out here doing this. And if you started with a positive interaction that first time, eventually you're going to get those people. So. It's consistency, man. It's consistency. Yeah. You know, the thing is people are running a Facebook ad. And like you say, these people aren't engaging. They're not, they're not commenting. They're not liking. They're not doing anything, but they see it. And yes. then when you see them out, they know who you are and, um, 
And so people will do Facebook ads and say, oh, it didn't work. But they don't realize that 10 people really noticed who they were. And if they would keep doing the ads, those people would continue to know who they are. But they quit doing the ads. Yep. And so after a month, those people kind of forgot who Ricky was. And now they see me out. They, don't, they know they know me from somewhere, but they can't quite put their finger on it because I quit doing the ads. You know what I mean? And so it's, you know, to me, social media is more about building your brand. To me, you know, Ricky speaking here, it's, it's not about the leads from social media. It's about building brand for me in real estate. In other businesses, it is about leads, you know. In my coaching business, it's it's leads. I, you know, I'm I'm trying to get people into my coaching program so that I can help them, you know. Um, mm -hmm. It's free. And, you know, but I'm using it to get leads. With, with real estate, though, it's such a different world, you know. So, it really is kind of industry, you know, it, it's by industry of how to, how to, it's not like this is how you use social media for everything, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's per industry. Um, you have to be strategic per your industry. And once you realize that and once you start utilizing social media in the right way per the industry and what your strategy is, you know, then you can really take it to another level. It's funny how often we hear other agents spout that it's a relationship business. We can't be replaced. It's a relationship business. Yet yeah. nothing in their strategy has any focus or emphasis on building relationships. It's mind-boggling. You know, um, I think relationships can be built digitally, no doubt. A hundred percent. hundred percent, hundred percent. However, I believe that the reason why technology won't replace real estate agents is because of the voice-to-voice -voice part of it, right? There has to be that voice-to-voice, -voice. you know, buying or selling real estate is such a huge situation yeah. for people. Um, will it become a smaller situation for people 50 years from now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's still going to become one of the largest decisions of their life when they buy their house, when they sell it five years and buy another one. They don't do this for a living. There's a lots of legalities. There's lots of liability. There's inspections. There's appraisers. There's lenders. There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And I don't think that we can be replaced because, you know, as long as we're out there building our relationships and finding out you know, why people want to do things and going deeper and deeper and deeper with these relationships. And the thing is, is when you have a, when you do a deal and you really take care of people, they, they will, most people, most people that you really take care of, they won't leave you because exactly. they're scared. They're scared if they go somewhere else, then they won't get the same service. You know what I mean? So, so just take care of your people, I think is the main thing and try to help as many people as you can. And then if you do that, you're going to be good. Yeah. And loyalty is, uh, I mean, that's something that's bred into us as human beings. Like if, if someone has done something great for us, we like at a deep level feel obligated to reciprocate or, or we feel loyal to them or even as simple as like, we just want more of it from them. So why would we go somewhere else? Um, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, it is a relationship business. It's just, uh, it's odd how, how so many are not building strategies around that. And there, there's digital means of that there's there's in person like there's a bunch of different ways to do it um i love it so don't get me don't get me wrong about the the loyalty part you know because yeah. like i say 80 or 90 percent of people will stick with you there's a lot of people that that aren't loyal they don't see the value they they this they that and 
I want, I want the people listening to this to know that you're not going to win them all. Correct. You're not going to win them all. And I think, I think one of the big problems with the industry right now is, is people are getting so down on themselves because they lost a client or they lost a deal or somebody didn't pick them to be the listing agent or whatever. And they're putting so much weight on that one deal, that one client when business is hundred percent unlimited. You know, you can't do all the deals that are available to just you. There's more loyal clients in your market than you can ever handle in your life. You can work 24 hours a day, seven days a week and never even scratch the surface for what's available to each and every agent. And I think that that's something that's really incredible and remarkable and something I'm really trying to push. And I love that you are because like, so the first four or five years that I was an agent, I've been an agent for about nine years now. My mentor was completely the opposite. He was, he'd wear his name tag. He'd go to run up to people at the grocery store in the produce section. Have you thought about buying or selling a house? Like he was that kind of guy. And that never resonated with me because it's not my personality. And like, I just learned so many things that, um, that once I started doing it, I realized there's a better way. Yeah, well, that's the stages of real estate, brother. You know, like yeah. people get in and they don't know what they're doing. They're trying to get their feet under them. They do a bunch of stuff. They listen to a lot of people and they try a bunch of things. And then, you know, at some point you realize, wait a minute, you know, this is how you do it. You know, this is, it's about people. You know what I mean? At some point, the really highest producers realize that it's more about people. Um, what's so crazy is, is there's agents out there that care nothing about people and they make tons of money, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And it just goes to show you how unlimited it is. It goes to show you how everything works. It goes to show you that, you know, there's, there's an unlimited amount of loyal clients for everybody. Yes. Right? That's what's so cool is when you see an agent that is succeeding at such a high level in your market uh, or, or even just a mediocre level but a higher level than you and you're just starting out, and you're like, man, I don't know how that guy did it. You know, his personality's dry. He doesn't work that hard. He da 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 da. I'm a harder worker than him. I'm I'm more charismatic than he is. It just goes to show you that anybody can do it. You know. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. So uh, where I where I meant to go with that uh, when I mentioned my mentor is it took me a long time in the business it took me four or five years before I really started to wrap my head around this abundance mindset that there really are so many freaking homes being sold every day. There's two sides to every deal. And I just look at like, go in Salt Lake, you know, we have the mountains so we can go up on the mountains and, and look over the Valley. Try counting the rooftops, try counting how many freaking homes there are. And there's, it's constantly, constantly changing. So it, just switching to the abundance mentality, first off is accurate, um, but it changes everything because then you, then you, you stop operating from this place of scarcity. Um, any, I want to talk about your coaching program in a second, because I think you're doing something really important and uh, specifically why, um, but do you have any specific tips for people who are currently like, they can't help but be in the scarcity mindset. How do they get out of that? How do they, how do they start realizing, holy crap, they're really, like there's no limit to how much business I could do. I think step one would be to look in your MLS, right? And watch the closings every day and see how many closings are happening every day in your, in your specific market, right? And then go back in time and look at the listings that's happened. Look at the closings that's happened every single day. Go back to 2008, go back to 2007, go back to 2010, nine, when the market was at its worst, 
right? And see how many closings were happening every single day, right? So I think that's the first step is to actually look at the data, right? I think everybody's um, basing this on their opinion. They're basing it on emotions and they haven't even looked at the facts, right? They're just, they're just taking what they think out of thin air and think and just saying, oh, well, this is it. And they're not even looking at reality, okay? So step one is look at it because it's black and white, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is to realize that every single closing, like you said, is double-sided. There's a buyer and a seller there. And so what you do is you take all those closings and multiply them by two. And that's how many clients closed, okay? So if you have a, a market that has 30 closings a day, well, that's actually 60 opportunities every day of buyers and sellers who sign purchase agreements agreeing on a, a, a contract to close in 30 days. 30 days ago, right, a buyer and seller got together and, and decided to, to agree to this price. Not an offer, not a listing, an agreed upon negotiated contract was signed that actually closed. Okay, so you had 60 of those people sign those kind of contracts 30 days ago that closed today. And you got, you got 60 of them today, 60 of them tomorrow, 60 of them the next day. And people are complaining about, you know, I can't get any deals. There's no deals. Well, there's 60 of them happening every single day. And the, th the problem is, is the mainstream training and the, the ways of the Internet are distracting people into so many different directions. They don't know which way to go. Oh, could not agree more with that. They don't, yeah. they, don't, they don't know which way to go, okay? And, 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 and so many of them are such BS training programs that are taught by people that never sold real estate, maybe sold real estate and closed two or three deals their first year and then started coaching. Maybe somebody that closed 20 deals in their whole life. And that's fine and dandy. I mean, the number one coach in real estate never sold a property in his life. He's the, he's the hustler of the century, Last century, not this century. Right. <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's so interesting to me. And I think that you really have to sit down and listen to what I'm saying about the, the fact that closings are happening every day and who are the most efficient prospects as property owners that own the type of property you want to sell. Now think about this. Can you call every single property owner in your area ever? No. No. You cannot call every single property owner that's in your market ever in your life, period. Yeah. They story. come and go. Yeah, they're, they're always coming not and going. Not even that. Not even that. You can never call every single household. Right. You can't even get through the list one time. If everybody stayed where they were put, never moved, okay, for the rest of their life, for the rest of your life, they, every single homeowner stayed where they were, you could never get to the end of that list. Now, if you add in the fact that you're right, homes – are, are turning over every two, three, four, five years on average. And, you know, you add on to the fact that people change their minds every minute. You call them this minute, they don't want to do anything. You call them 30 minutes from now, they say, you know what, we thought about it, we do want to do it. I mean, so people change their minds constantly. Properties are changing hands constantly. And without those variables, you still can't call them all. So, and if the same agent was calling the same exact list of people, you would get two different results because you got two different personalities there. You're going to connect with people differently. And so, it, it's just, it's unlimited, man. You can never even scratch the surface for how many people are out there that you can help buy and sell property. So, 
if you don't see it, then I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, and even just being in the business, being out there, showing homes, scheduling showings, like looking on the MLS, I run, like I'll hear about these mega teams in my area that I've never even come across before. Like the, it's just such a big freaking market. And like they're selling hundreds of homes a year and I've never come across one of their listings. I've never heard of them. Hmm. It's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, Salt Lake City's big, but nonetheless. Hmm. Um, let's talk about your, your coaching program. So first off, uh, why it's, it's 100% free, which mm-hmm. I think is incredible for many reasons. Why are you doing that? Well, um, number one, I want to reduce the failure rate. Okay, why do I want to reduce the failure rate? Well, I got bored selling real estate because I've been the number one REMAX agent in the state three times. I love selling real estate. I'll continue to sell real estate. I'll keep selling 100 properties a year. I'll stay at the top. But once I hit that goal and made that million dollars a year, I was like, huh, you know, this, this, isn't, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Okay, so, so now what's next? So I've had this monetary goal for my whole life. I want to make a million, want to make a million, want to make a million. So I, I, I almost made a million in a year and lost it all. Went broke. I was sleeping on my, on my, in my car on friends' couches, went back to roofing houses, worked on an oil rig, read 100 books, fought my way back, took everything I learned during that time, and now I'm crushing it. But everything was a monetary value, right? Like, a monetary goal. Okay. So, but when I got back in the business, that's when I realized relationships over transactions because that short-term mindset is what caused me to lose everything. So I had to turn that around first. Okay. So now, now I'm basing my founding my entire business on relationships. Now I get to the top. Now I'm making the money that I wanted to make my entire life. Now I realize that didn't really fulfill me like I thought it would. Right. And so now I had to make an even bigger goal that actually meant something that, that, I, that, I, that I really believe can fulfill me. And that is to help agents that are, that are going through the same things that I went through, right? And, and try to get to them before they have to quit and help them realize that it's about people, not the money. And when you, and when you think about it that way and you operate your business that way and your tent's in the right place, then you're going to make more money. And you're going to be able to provide for your family. You're going to be able to survive the business and create a business where you don't have to worry about anything. When you, when you do your business like me, then you don't have to worry about the market crashing. You don't have to worry about losing deals. You don't have to worry about any of the stuff that most agents are worried about. They put so much pressure on their shoulders, you know, about is this buyer going to buy? Is the market going to crash? Are people going to think I'm dumb and all that stuff? And, Everything that I'm doing is, is, is focused around how do I get that pressure off of these agents and let them know that they can actually be their self. They don't have to be somebody that they're not. They don't have to high pressure people into these awkward situations where you're going to scare off the prospect and never, never not do the deal anyway. We don't have to do that. We can actually be ourselves, right? Use our personalities as our strengths and close more deals. Yes. Um, Awesome. Dude, so, so much great perspective here that agents absolutely need. And I mean, look, I love watching your Instagram stories or YouTube videos because you, you just have a perspective that it, we all need to be reminded of from time to time. Like, cause mm-hmm. we all, we all get frustrated. We all we're like, damn it. You know, this isn't growing as fast as I want. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves there's plenty of deals out there. You just have to go freaking get them. 
And so I appreciate the content you put out there for free. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I feel the same way. Um, I'm always frustrated about I'm not going fast enough. I mean, I, it's, of course. the thing is, man, is, is a lot of people see my content and they think, man, this guy is just something else. Da, 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 da. No, I'm going through the same exact struggles as everyone else. I'm trying to figure out right now where my next deal's coming from, right? And, you know, why don't I have 100,000 subscribers yet? You yeah. know, like, like there, there's a lot of, there's a lot, patience is the biggest thing in life um, besides working hard, believing in yourself, adapting, trying new things, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. But then when you understand all that and, and you got you got everything moving in the right direction, just be patient, you know, and that's the part people um, neglect. They want it right now. They do. They do. And then they switch strategies and you know, I think of that, that meme of the, the two miners that are mining, going sideways, mining for diamonds. And one of them quits and turns around when they're like, you know, a few inches away from striking gold or diamonds. Uh, they have no idea, but they quit. So, uh, you know, that's, that's as real as it gets right there. Ricky, uh, we like to end every show with, with some rapid fire questions uh, to help us get to know you a little bit. Um, it's just either or questions. And you don't need to elaborate on them. Just, just pick one or the other and we'll, we'll bust through them. And, and then I want you to let everyone know where they can find you, how they can join your free coaching program and all that good stuff. Okay. So Facebook. this is either or. Either or. Yep. Okay. One or the other. Yep. Facebook or Instagram? Oh. Hmm. I guess Instagram. Okay. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Do you ever use Snap? Very little. I need to use it more, but you know, what do you do? I'm just one guy, you know? Right. Right. Uh, book or podcast? Podcast. Do you read much like physical books? I read a hundred books when I, when the market crashed and, okay. uh, they were hard copy books. And, um, that's really where my life turned around to be honest with you. But um, but since then, I've been so busy executing that um, I, I listen to books, you know, and listen to podcasts, watch uh, YouTube videos. I haven't really read a hard co copy book in a long time, but I might go back to it someday. You know what I mean? That sure. was just a phase in my life. Sure. Absolutely. And I was so hungry, dude. I was so just curious about like, like, why did I fail? Yes. You know? I was just so hungry. I would do anything. So I was like, I'll read these books, you know? So well, that's a clue right there for people who, who feel like you do. They're like, why, why am I not succeeding? You know, mm -hmm. some people just give up and go work at bank of America. You have to be on a quest for knowledge always, you know, I'm always trying to figure out where the next little nuggets coming from. Absolutely. Uh, iPhone or Android. I've had, I've had an Android forever. Really? Mm -hmm. All right. Alexa or Google home. Alexa. Burgers or pizza? Pizza. New York or LA? Mm, LA. Orange Beach or Fort Lauderdale? Orange Beach, Alabama? Yeah. Tell us about your market. So, so to be honest, I've never, like, I think you've probably done more for the brand awareness of Orange Beach, Alabama within the real estate industry than anything. <laughs> <laughs> so there's got to be some sort of like chamber of commerce award or like tourism department award coming your way. Um, Cause you've really put it on the map, at least within the industry. Yeah. 
it's an incredible place, man. It's a really low population. It's 8,000 population. Okay. Um, the uh, neighboring town, Gulf Shores, has about 12,000. So we're like 20,000, you know, 20, 25,000 population total right here on the beach. Um, it's about a 40-mile, I guess, stretch of uh, white sandy beaches all the way to the Florida state line. We're right on the Florida state line. It's the last town before you get into Florida, right on the beach. And it's just absolutely beautiful, man. It's palm trees, white sandy beaches, million-dollar condos, but the sand is like white powder. Like you like you grab it and just just goes right through your hand. Uh, sugary? No, yeah, sugary. Yeah, I've sugary. Yeah. yeah it, it's, is that considered no, Emerald Coast? Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. no rocks. You know, it's just straight powder. Um, so it's it's really just a beautiful place, man. I go kite surfing every time the wind blows. Nice. And um yeah, I grew up here and it, I'm just I just feel so blessed to be here and everything. So uh, our market, the average price is three fifty. Um, there's about a thousand to fifteen hundred condos that sell every year here. There's probably eight hundred agents that are that are here uh, in this local market. There's about two thousand in my entire county. Our county is one of the largest in the state. It's one of the fastest growing in the state. There's a couple other big bigger cities north of here so it's a small town with a big beach you know what i mean sure that's somewhere that i need to need to get to i mean miami naples fort lauderdale like they get all the glory but like i have a buddy in freeport florida mm-hmm. and he says the same thing about the sand he's like you have no idea how beautiful it is um and and i imagine it's not as crowded as those big touristy areas that's the thing man it's not as crowded um and it's cheaper like yeah. it's cheaper to come here. And if you came here, you would be like, holy smoke. Like it's just a really good place to get away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, there, and there's things to do. It's not like big city things to do, but there there are really cool things to do. So I love it. Love it. Uh, are you a sports fan? Yeah. Baseball or basketball? Basketball. Mountains or beach? <laughs> hmm. I guess beach. Makes sense. I like, like snowboarding. I like, I'm a big snowboarder, but kite surfing, I think I love that more. So, I'm Well, you go. can do it every day, right? No, the wind has to blow oh. at least 20 miles an hour, which isn't, isn't too common. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I didn't know that. It, it has to really blow. So um, I don't get to go as much as I want, but I, got, I get to go enough. Nice. Are we in a real estate bubble nationwide, or is this not a real estate bubble? I don't think so because um, a couple of reasons. I mean, the first big reason for me is that there's a lot of cash on the sidelines, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody's scared, you know, from, from how everybody got so hurt, that big crash in 2008. Everybody's so precautious. There's so much cash on the sidelines, right? So when a market crashes, what happens? Well, everybody's selling. They're pulling their money out of stocks. They're pulling their money out of everything. And that's what makes the market go down because everybody's selling and nobody wants to buy. Well, all the money's already out. You know, I mean, sure, there's a lot of money that we could still take out. However, with all the cash that's on the sidelines, that cash is just waiting for the market to crash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the market crashes, that money's going to go right back into the market, which is going to make it come back up. And so 
when we had the first, the last big crash, it was fueled from the real estate. It was fueled from the no doc loans and the interest only and all the money they were basically giving away. And, you know, people were letting their uncle repraise it for this crazy high price and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, well, that was, that was then it, the, 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 the stock market crashed because of real estate. Okay. This time, I think that we might see a blimp from the stock market crashing. Instead of real estate crashing, it's going to be the stock market crashing that kind of affects everything else. But I think it's going to be a really small crash. I don't, I mean, just because there's so much cash on the sideline waiting on the crash to put money back into the market, I just don't see, I don't see anything massive happening on the horizon, you know? So I think we're in a state of flattening out right now because we're definitely seeing less transactions. We're seeing prices slow down. We're seeing more days on the market. And that's just a market adjustment we needed. The market was going up too high. And I think that this adjustment that we're in right now is really super healthy because if we had to continue to go up, up, and up, then absolutely we would be in a bubble. But because we slowed down, I think that that's preventing us from getting into a bubble. You know what I mean? So I think that we may see a correction yeah. But I think it'll be a small correction and it'll be a time for everybody to to buy. I think people need to be ready for a small correction, you know, not like tomorrow or anything. I mean, you should never t- try to time the market. You know, you should always be investing constantly, consistently. You should have a long-term game plan, which is what I do. And however, always have a lot of cash on the sideline, ready for something. That way, in case it does happen, you're ready to to take advantage of it. So, no, I think we're in really good shape. And if we do see something, it'll be really small. It'll come back, you know, fairly quick. And uh, it'll be a good opportunity to to create some more relationships. You know, when the market crashes and agents get scared and leave the business, it's time to create relationships, which are, which are, Dustin, the definition of market share. Market share is the percentage of property owners that you have relationships with. Whatever agent has the most relationships with property owners in their market owns the market share. And when the market crashes, it's the best time to create those relationships because nobody else is doing it. A, you need to do it. B, right, just to stay alive to try to find the people that do want to buy and sell, right? And when the market comes back, you're going to be you're going to be on top. That's what happened to me. I love it. Yeah, a crashing market or a, a changing market creates so much opportunity if you just have your eyes open. Gives you a reason to reach out to these people, you know, like, Absolutely. how are you doing? What can I do for you? The market crashed yesterday, you know? Yeah. What's going on with you? Do you want to buy, sell, or hold? That's, a, that's, that's, they're only, there's only three options for them. They're either going to buy because it's cheap, right? They got to sell, they're in trouble, or they're just going to ride it out. Those are only three, three outcomes of there. And either way it goes, is there an agent that you're going to work with when you decide to buy, sell, or do something later? You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's just so unlimited, man. You just it's just ridiculous how how abundant it really is. Right now, that I have less less under contract than I had this time last year because the market is different, and um, I spend a lot of time doing podcasts and stuff like that, you know. And so I, but not worried about anything, you know. I'll continue pressing forward. I'll continue making my calls and trying to help people. And you just can't ever lose faith. You know, like the market's never going anywhere. It's it's like the beach, you know, the beach yep. is never going anywhere. Okay. And the, and the deals are like water. They're always going to be flowing. Fantastic perspective. I appreciate that. 
I have a couple more rapid fires for you. And then, um, then I want to find out about your, your coaching program. That is hundred percent free Uber or Lyft Uber YouTube or Facebook live. Ooh, YouTube Gary V or Grant Cardone. Gary V. Nice. Awesome, man. And, and what's, what app recommendation do you have for people? Like what's your favorite app right now, real estate or not? Um, what, what app can you not live without? What app can I not live without? Let's see what I go to first. It's funny. This, this question always sends people off the rails. What is on my phone? (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, I've got all the social media stuff. I got the Facebook ads app. Um, I got my, uh, I got my, uh, my email fitness pal, my fitness pal. Yeah. My fitness pal. I track my, uh, calories. Nice. Yep. I really like, I really like that. Awesome. I love it. Cool, man. Tell us about your coaching program. Where can people find you? Where can they learn more from you? Where can they consume more of your content? Well, I think I explained what my coaching program was kind of based around. And there's a 90-day action plan, online course, live training, full access to me. Um, but that's all at zero2diamond.com. Okay, zero2diamond.com. Zero and then follow me on YouTube. Just search Ricky Carruth. Same thing on Instagram, at Ricky Carruth. Uh, also, LinkedIn. I answer every single message on LinkedIn and Instagram DMs. So, if anybody has any questions at all, I answer every single DM on Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, if anybody needs to reach out and ask me anything or anything I can do to help, um, those are good places to, to find me and, and uh, get a response. Ricky Caruth, thank you so much for being on the Massive Agent Podcast, my friend. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Later. I hope you guys took as many notes as I did because every time I hear Ricky talk, I learn something new. It And sometimes it's not what he says, it's how he says it, that it reminds me of something or gives me an idea for something, or it fills in a missing, you know, a missing piece in, in what I'm trying to build. So uh, Ricky, thank you so much for being on the show. Great stuff as always. And guys, definitely check out his free coaching program. It's free and it's, it's really good stuff. Uh, zero to diamond.com is the program and follow him on social media. All right. As I mentioned at the beginning, the massive agent society, all EXP agents who join our team, the massive agent team are getting free lifetime membership to the society, which is a $3,000 value. If you were to just plop down and invest, uh, for a lifetime membership, even though it's an incredible value at 3000 still, why not save yourself $3,000 or look, I'm not, I'm not being a very good salesman here with saying 3000, right? We all know pricing is part of marketing. So what the hell am I doing here? This is supposed to be a marketing show. It's 2997. Okay. It's not 3000 because it starts with a two. So you think it's much less money, right? So it's 2997 there. See pricing. It's important, but save yourself that. And if you are looking at another opportunity out there, reach out, send me a DM, or if you just don't want to to deal with it. You just want to learn a little bit more about, about, uh, what EXP is and why it's growing so fast. All you have to do is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP and click play. And if you like what you see and, or you have questions, reach out afterwards. If not, no worries. I just want you to get the information and you can decide what makes sense for you. All right. 
Make sure if you guys listen to this show regularly or this is your first time and you like it, please subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, a.k.a. iTunes. Please subscribe wherever you listen because not only will it give you a notification every time we release a new episode, but it also... Uh, triggers the algorithm, so to speak, or it uh, it's an indicator to the platform that the podcast is in demand. So the more people subscribing, especially in a shorter period of time, it helps us to rank higher when people are looking for real estate podcasts. So that helps us out tremendously. This is a 100% free show and, and it costs you nothing to consume and, and go and implement all the stuff that we're teaching you. All we ask in return for that is help us to share, you know, help us to spread the word and grow our audience, share, you know, even if it's as simple as sharing a podcast episode that you found impactful with one of your colleagues in your office or one of your real estate friends from, from another state or, or posting it in a Facebook group. I, we can't thank you enough. And that is so impactful because it helps us grow our audience, which helps us to attract great guests like Ricky Carruth, like Michael Lafito and others. And, uh, you know, we're working our way up to Gary V I'm telling you, he'll be on the massive agent podcast. He'll be on it. So to leave us a review, just go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash review, or you can figure it out on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. A review or a rating works. A review takes a couple minutes. Uh, Rating takes a couple seconds. Either way, they help us tremendously. Thank you guys. Enjoy. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope hope you took lots of notes. Please, I'm begging you, go implement right now. Go implement on on this amazing stuff that you just learned uh, from Ricky. And go out there, go close some loans, go sell some homes. Take care. Have a great weekend.